0: Plenty of decks don't get to draw three cards for one mana.
1: Well, I mean, all the good ones do. Hi, I'm Jake. And I'm Matt. And we're back. We're not in black, but we are in the same room. Uh, Christmas is over, New Year's is on the horizon, and we're here for a new episode of Cantrip Cartel. Matt, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. had a relatively easy day at work. I Enough... wouldn't know what that's like.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, you've been crushing it lately. Oh, yeah, I've been. Uh, <laughs> been...
1: My sales have it been. It
0: being your computer chair. <laughs> yeah,
1: I have been putting down some mad hours on the video games. Yeah.
0: um, But yeah, just had a relatively easy day at work. Uh, Didn't really, I had enough to kind of like keep me busy for like the first four or five hours and then just kind of coasted through the end just watching uh, more pre-modern content. Yep. Um, watching the Cloud Goat Rangers, uh, their like tournament thing they're doing. I don't even remember the name of it. Misty Mountain Finals. Yeah. So I uh, watched like three rounds of that or maybe just misty finals something like that yeah um it was a sly versus black white control which i really want to build that black white control list i've i've got most of the stuff ordered but that black white control list looks really fun and it's it looks like it's subtly different than dead guy ale yeah uh so i need to look try to find a list and whatnot but i really like that it leans on um, oh my god it's it, like just this side of astral slide i'm like like there's so many cyclers like you could borderline justify an astral slide. how or two.
1: rough is it that they have main board circle protection red right against <laughs> slide game one and He
0: fucking wins oh
1: my if god if we're talking
0: about the same one the, he, did, was, he did
1: not beat circle protection well the one i'm talking the about
0: the one i watched uh he brought circle protection in game two
1: okay. so he
0: beat him game one he beat and uh with he, the sly player beat an exalted angel that hit him like three times
1: yes that was
0: I, fucking nuts that line at the end where it's just like
1: pop 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 <laughs> do you see the one uh he ended up losing but it was sly against i think it was like it was some it was some black white i thought but it was if you remember you remember if you saw it like the last like four turns, he kept playing Timeless Dragon. Yes, he got a timeless yeah, that's, dragon the, out. that's the one I Is was talking about. Yeah, yes. where's like
0: kill Timeless Dragon like three times? Yes.
1: And he just keeps ripping off the top exactly what he needs.
0: Yep. Like just Grim Lava Mancer Lightning
1: Bolt. Yes. <laughs> and he's just basically time walking. Rip, then rips incinerate Grim Lava Mancer, then rips <laughs> fucking fire blast, yep. then rips. Oh, it was perfect. But yeah, so that was the round the next game. The black white player had
0: turn two uh warmth, turn three circle protection red. That one was
1: almost a foregone conclusion. Maybe, it was, maybe he had, maybe he had warmth game one, but he had, it was one of those things. It was like warmth or circle protection, but like game yeah. one, he just like on turn three or four, just slammed a crazy silver bullet against mono red. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's got to fucking feel good. Yeah. But, uh, Dude, I want to play Stasis so bad. That Stasis, those Stasis lists look so much fun to play. Mm-hmm. Never even occurred to me to Chain of Vapor my Stasis at the end of your turn. Oh yeah, that's like I mean, it's uh, yep. clearly an important line in the deck. Just I to let thought, you untap and I always thought Stasis or Chain of Vapor was there to <clears> handle problems, which obviously it can. But yeah, it never even occurred to me to end of turn, end of your turn Stasis uh, with Chain of Vapor. Well, that's one of the beauties of that card,
0: and I'm sure you've seen him do it at this point, but. You do both. You go, uh-huh. end of your turn, I'm gonna chain a vapor my stasis, sacrifice land. a land that's gonna never untap anyways, cause who gives a fuck?
1: And then bounce <laughs> and then your then only bounce threat. your
0: only threat.
1: <laughs> While you're tapped out. While you're tapped out, yes.
0: <laughs> that's just like uh okay, cool, Forsaken City Stasis. <laughs> go. <laughs> Dude,
1: that's a that's a fucking brutal lock too, where it's yeah. like, uh yeah, just Forsaken City Stasis. Like that tech wasn't that tech
0: wasn't I mean it, the cards existed. But when I was playing back then, and I played all through this shit, but um, our stasis guy in our group was Mike. Um, he played just iteration after iteration of stasis. Mm-hmm. And the last one that he peaked on was a very similar kind of thing, but it used chronotog. And chronotog allows you to uh, you pay zero, skip your next turn, it gets plus two, plus two. Mm-hmm. And so you just never pay for stasis. You put him under a black vice with a stasis, and you have root maze so everything they play comes into play tapped mm-hmm. and then basically the game's just over at that point and you're just waiting for black vice to kill them and you just skip your turn every turn every yeah. time you you get a turn i skip my next turn and you just never go again until they're dead mm-hmm. um because like that's always the problem with stasis is like the people know how to like lock out their opponent and then kill them with a black vice that's been stasis 1 on 1 forever yeah. But it's the the change has always been how do you pay for this? Yeah. Modern, like not literally modern, but more recent like casual stasis lists and whatnot, like if you are gonna build in legacy, a lot of them use I forget which blue planeswalker it is, but there's one that just lets you like untap a land. Like and um, you just it's just, it's just
1: plain because planeswalkers
0: play real nice with stasis. Yeah,
1: there's a new uh, format to fairy that yeah. like his plus one is untap an artifact land and creature. It's tap or untap. Yep, artifact creature land. You just
0: do that kind of nonsense where it's just like. But Forsaken City is really good tech for oh, yeah. in this format where it's just like I don't care you what it is is you can untap it by exiling a card from your hand during your upkeep only. Um, so you need to go in with mana, but like once you get once you get it going, you're good to go. Yeah. Um. And it's just like well, that's you a very. stack the triggers, can't you? Well, stasis. I, I'd have to. I'd have to look at the wording on them because there's, there's sometimes there's some weird situations with okay. Um and I'd have to look at that for exactly what's going on there.
1: Um, oh no! I know. Well, I know you have to be. Able, you have to, be able to stack correctly because you couldn't pay for stasis with Forsaken City if you couldn't stack it correctly.
0: Well, what I that's what I mean though is if you paid for once, you paid for it once, like the initial one. Then you could just untap it and you'd have it untapped for the next turn.
1: So you know the I mean? games I've watched is not but, what they were I know. doing. If, that, if they're playing correctly. Yeah.
0: And th- I'm sure they are. But what I there are there's been a few cards and uh they probably have all been errated at this point.
1: By ready or not? Uh, no, <laughs> forgot. I forgot I have cash.
0: <laughs> um, there's been a few cards that have probably been errated, but there's some that they had to specify at the beginning of your upkeep. Oh, okay. And they probably both say that now um so that they would trigger at the same time and you'd get to stack them uh but yeah there's there was a couple instances of like weird shit back in the day they
1: can't it can't you can just keep your untapped stuff that's right yeah yeah i don't know um but, was, but anywho, the that's deck, how they work and that it's deck looks so much fun to play yeah.
0: they all well that's the thing every fucking deck i watch i go god i really want to play that deck yeah like i really want to play elves i really like honestly i really sly looks super fun uh goblins look looks super strong, fun too yeah it is and that's one of the, the tournament we're both watching. It's like a lot of burn. The top it is. The top four was, and I don't know the orders, but it was two sly decks, a goblin deck, and an elf deck. Mm-hmm. Um, the goblins guy got he got smoked game one. Game two he won, and then game three was close. And I personally think I think he was just I don't know if he was unfamiliar with it or whatnot, but there was a lot of lines that like he just didn't pursue, and maybe he just didn't have the cards in his um. Well, go- deck? You mean sly? No, the elf player it was it was oh, uh, no, sliders and and well had yeah, survival of the fittest out and like the problem with survival of the fittest is it's an incredibly powerful card but it makes your your lines like almost infinite like you have just an infinite number of lines to pursue yeah and uh it can really complicate things what it means <laughs> is there's a lot of open doors but that also means you can pick a lot of yeah. wrong doors um but it does really lift the floor of that deck when it's just like I can just get anything I want by, it. Yeah. and especially when you can buy combine it with like Squee and Anger, oh, yeah. and you just go survival, survival. All my creatures have haste, and I draw an extra card every turn.
1: Yeah, like it's. I didn't even draw an extra card every turn. you. You,
0: you tutor out a creature yeah. every
1: turn. Every turn, every turn, it's just one green. Yeah. Go get a creature.
0: Yeah, but you you basically net an extra card every turn. So yeah. like I think one of the problems in game three is he tried to. Push the game too quickly, and this bit him in the ass a couple times. Where like, uh, one it may not have saved him. I don't remember the math, but I think it would have. He he played like Yavamaya Granger to get a land, so he could then like keep going. And then his Granger had haste because he's got anger in the yard. And then he swings with his two two, and he's at like seven against Burn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, the you you drop the the Burn player was, was at like sixteen. What was or there whatever
1: was, was that the game where. They attacked into something, and the guy, like, insta-blocked, because the block was... He needed a card in the graveyard. I can't remember what it
0: was. That allowed him to, like, pop with his Grim Lava Mancer or something?
1: Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, maybe it's like, the... Like, he attacked, and the guy, the red player, instantly blocked. It was a, it was a super easy block, because, yeah, it, it opened up a line that was really critical, and I can't remember if it was that match or not. But yeah, I've seen a lot of, like, bad attacks and bad, like, well, bad lines. So... That efficiency. Um,
0: I've got fantastic news for anybody who's like an old school magic player and myself. Uh, and I'll get to that in a second.
1: Wizards is officially supporting pre-modern with a new set. I'd probably quit. <laughs> Just, <laughs> but I'm done. It's all reprints. <laughs> I don't care.
0: I don't want like I don't even I like I've bought some of the list cards because they're better than proxies. Yeah. When I pick, like I plan on basically go working through this list of decks and like getting the cards to be real, yeah. except for maybe the expensive reserve list stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to be buying list cards because, like, I honestly, 100%, like, if I had to have one for a tournament, I'd buy it. Mm-hmm. I think the list cards look like shit. The the little thing down at the bottom drives me nuts. does oh, it bug you? It bugs me. Yeah. The, the printing quality is worse. so, they so look, That's true. They look like bad proxies of old, beautiful cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Some maybe. of them. Not all of them. Some of them look maybe. great. I've, but I've seen some where I'm just like, that really? That's what that
1: ink looks like? I haven't seen a bunch of old beautiful cards. So like they look fine to me, but maybe because I haven't seen the yeah, original. Well, it's because like if you look at them side by side, like if you're just
0: looking at one and you're like, oh, that doesn't look too bad. And then you look at the actual real mm-hmm. one and you're like, oh, well, yeah, this one looks really washed out. The ink is fucking weird and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but anywho, what was I saying? Distracted with
1: that stuff. You were saying that you're planning on replacing every card with a real card, and you're not gonna give WotC yeah. any money. So if they actually supported yeah, pre-modern would, with new things, that's set, you'd the be last pissed. thing I
0: want to hear is like WotC's on board with pre-modern. Um, but like uh Mike Flores, who wrote that book decade, I don't know if I told you this. I know I told you I've told you about the yeah. book before. Um he was really big back in my era of magic. He's still involved in magic quite a bit. I don't know like how like at the time there weren't nearly as many content creators and he was one of the bigger ones, right? He's got a fucking pre-modern podcast. Apparently it's his favorite format. And I'm like, fuck yes. So like he, his, uh, his podcast is called the spike colony. I haven't gotten a chance to, I've listened to one
1: episode. Um, You should reach out and see if he wants to be a guest.
0: (laughs) I'd be fucking fanboying like stupid shit again. Um, And strictly speaking, while we're on that road, I don't even know if, what the hell this podcast is going to be. Clearly, we talk about pre-modern a lot because that's kind of what we're both into, but it's yeah. certainly not a Magic-exclusive podcast at this point. Um Yeah, the, I'm I'm just so excited to play. Like, every deck I see, I just want to play it. Mm-hmm. And i just like, I can't wait. I'm still waiting. I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast yet, but I dropped like hundred bucks on real cards and a hundred and thirty bucks on proxies to get like a fifteen deck battle box put together plus the like the battle box itself was like over a thousand cards like eleven 1, hundred cards I've got like six or seven hundred of them as real ones and there's some stuff that i have that i just don't want to use like i'm not going to put my real survival right. of the fittest or in cradles. there, or my real cradles or like i've got like every like all the fetches i'm not going to play with those because they're all like 40 bucks a piece yep and we're just hanging out in my basement right there's no reason to risk a spilt drink costing me hundreds of dollars when i can just proxy them but yep. like if i can ever get my cards then which has been a problem uh my bank fucked up my billing address on my credit card and then cool which threw cool stuff ink off and then now that i've got it fixed cool stuff Inc charged me but now they haven't shipped my stuff yet yeah they're taking their time so like i'm just like god oh, damn it just like i just want my card so i can start building these decks like this is the first time mm. in probably over 10 years i actually don't have a single complete magic deck put together to I took them all apart. I
1: still have many decks put together. Yeah, I do not. Uh, for reference, I do have like three or four boxes of sleeves I'm, I can donate to the cause. Ooh. Like brand new boxes that, that was my go-to at the sage shop, because I would just buy, like, yeah. I need to buy something <clears throat> I don't have to buy, I just buy a box of sleeves. Ooh. So I've got like two or three boxes full of sleeves that are various colors. I don't think, do you care what color they are? Not like... They're all mats.
0: Yeah, I, I don't...
1: Yeah, like they're mostly, most of them are the blacks I like to use, but there's like, there's some reds, there's, I think there's a blue... Mm-hmm. They're just basic bitch colors. I ordered an you know, orange.
0: I ordered a pack. I think I ordered five boxes of dragon shields, okay. a 10 pack of perfect fits. You're going to perfect fit the whole thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. i mean, perfect. Fits are cheap. Like a 10 pack of perfect fits was like 15 or 20 bucks. Like what you get there when you don't buy them one at a time. I used to pay 30. No, I buy them a 10 pack. I paid 30. Well, I don't, I I don't remember exactly what it was, but they're not, they're not expensive. Matt's I mean, are over here fucking... buying
1: Alibaba perfect fits. No, I just got them on Amazon. They'll be made of tissue paper. But
0: the uh, they're KMC perfect fits. Um, but like I look at that and I go, well, a thousand perfect fits is how many I need for my entire battle box. So 30 bucks is
1: whatever. Must be nice when you have money because you have a job.
0: Yeah, it does help quite a bit. Um, <laughs> well, and the thing is, I got a bunch of uh, Amazon gift cards. Oh nice for yeah. Christmas, and that's yeah. I, I
1: got a, I got a bunch of money for Christmas as well. Which uh, tell you about? They, they basically this is my monitor. Like that's what this is.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. This is my monitor. You got your that money I your paid monitor.
1: for, and I I went and bought it ahead of schedule because I told everyone what I wanted, and they all got me money towards it. So yeah, I'm I trying can't. to get Matt to buy a game that a good friend of mine uh, got me. Looks like
0: twenty eight bucks for okay. That's, that's okay. Yeah. So
1: thirty bucks. That's because I have I have st- I have bought a thousand. Or, uh, yeah, ten, I bought a thousand a couple times.
0: It was, I think it was the box of pages because I had to get another box of pages. because yeah, those, those are uh, cheaper. Those are uh, like a, whatever the standard the box is. 500 or whatever. I think it's 100 pages in a box. Oh, is it 100 pages? But it's like yeah. those, that was like 20 bucks. Yep,
2: that's about right. Okay. But yeah,
0: I uh, I just been ordering a whole bunch of fucking plastic yeah. <laughs> to put my cards in. And a whole in. bunch of fucking cardboard. <laughs> yep, a whole bunch of plastic and cardboard. Um, I was a little disappointed because I was like, man, not that it's the end of the world and I'm certainly not going to complain about getting gifts, but I was like, if these were checks and not Amazon card or Amazon gift cards, I'd just buy more cards with them. But I mean, it's kind of, money's fungible. So I'm just like, yeah. Oh, I'll just use this to buy my sleeves and shit. Yeah. So it doesn't like really matter. But I am like that, that went into my head. I was like, you can technically buy singles on Amazon. I've never done it. And it seems sketchy as
1: fuck. Yeah. No, thank you. I so, I'll go to a reputable singles dealer, yeah. like TCG, cool stuff. Inc. Yeah. Card, uh, kingdom, card kingdom, kingdom, star city, channel fireball. Yeah. I think channel fireball sells cards, don't they? Yeah, 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 They used to. I don't to. know. <laughs> I, I think I think they did. I think they I, do.
0: I don't think I've, I may have ordered from Channel Fireball like once. Not. I don't have anything against them. I just they're just not my yeah thing. Your preferred. My retailer. preferred one used to be Magic Arsenal, but they don't exist anymore. Mm. And then it went to Star City. I eBayed for a little bit, but like with the fact that like fakes are yeah. more and more common, I just I don't want the hassle of like I just
1: eBaying shit. I just I, I got on the TCG train and I've always been it's always been on the TCG train it's the marketplace you can I I very much like that it just shows them all in order and I can be like I can just pick a usually just someone with 10,000 sales they're probably going to be relatively reputable and go with it and the prices are all very comparable for the most part
0: yeah that's well that's you and I talked about this a little bit TCG is great except when you need naturalize because naturalize is a 10 cent card yeah and they're going to charge you two
1: dollars to ship. Minimum. It. Oh yeah, like I mean, like for example, like me buying Stasis, like the cards only cost like thirty five bucks, but there's twenty dollars in shipping. Yep. Because I just like I can't bundle it all onto one dude. I have to go through ten different people, and shipping is between one and two dollars a person.
0: Yep. And that's that's why like the bulk of the cards I got that I actually the the real cards that I bought were from cool stuff. Yeah. There was like I ordered oh, like about one hundred and twenty cards ballpark, mm-hmm. and like. 70 or 80 percent of them work from cool stuff They're, it'll be like oh well naturalize you can technically get for 10 cents a piece on fucking tcg
1: they're but they're not yeah, whereas they're, they're 10 cents a piece if you can find another 10 dollars worth of cards you want from that guy right which is almost never works out yeah it's <laughs> impossible cool stuff
0: you can order one you it's like a dollar shipping yeah for whatever yeah. and if you get to 50 bucks it's free shipping and yeah. i get fucking like you get twelve percent off.
1: Yeah, you get a big old discount. So
0: I basically don't pay tax on. Yeah.
1: Them? Plus some.
0: Yeah. So that fucking oh, drives me nuts. And I some places do, and some places don't. TCG charges you tax on shipping.
1: I know. That I know it's bullshit. <laughs> fucking pisses <laughs> me off. It's just a way to it, get a few more percent on, especially off. Especially
0: of when again you're talking about a big chunk of their cost that you end up paying. Yeah. It's shipping.
1: Yeah, no, if it's if I'm paying ten cents on the card and a dollar for shipping and you charge me seven percent uh interest on the dollar ten, yeah, you're charging you're charging me interest on ten X what I actually should be being charged interest. Yeah. Um
0: but yeah, I got all that stuff done. Who knows when my proxies will get here. Yeah. Um, just so everybody knows, we do not support actually counterfeiting cars. No, no, all we... mine have a fake back. They've just got a picture of a black lotus well, on the
1: back. And I'm guessing they're the fake back. There's no set symbol. Like... Yeah, there's
0: no the uh, I don't know if they're set symbols or yeah, they're set symbols, but like they, they get rid of the copyright information at the yeah. bottom and shit like that. So
1: they are very obviously proxies. Yeah.
0: But they are better than just using like an a ink- printout from yeah. your fucking. They're printer. way
1: better than an inkjet printer.
0: Yeah, and they are actual cards, so you don't have to fuck around with like cutting them all out. Oh yeah, which- that's.
1: <clears throat> I'd be honest, like I would, if it was because the thing about it because I have a printer, so like I can print. I used to do that all the time for uh, Pioneer. I'd print a deck out and play it. Yep. To play it. But like. If I could get it done in a couple days, like locally, I would pay the money to not have to pay, buy the paper, the ink, and spend an hour cutting cards out and fitting them into sleeves. And yeah.
0: And then you still have to put a card in a sleeve, yep. put the thing over the fucking I still card.
1: need basic lands to put in front of the behind the paper or whatever. Yeah. And, and then, you know, ever re sleeving it, it's just a colossal pain in the ass. Yep. So, yeah, it's worth the 30 cents each.
0: Yeah. And I uh, really like using that. Well, it's make playing cards. And yeah,
1: they look like they look good enough. I mean, like you wouldn't know. I guarantee For some you- of
0: them, some of them it gets. So here's the deal. Like the, it's kind of hard to find. So I, I've delved a little deeper into this. It's kind of hard to find the old art and frame and everything that has a really high dots per inch.
1: Yeah. So they, like, weren't, they weren't scanned on high res,
0: right? So like you can get really, really good looking proxies of modern looking yeah. cards because like, I'll look, I'll go on there and that, uh, that make uh NPC fill auto thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be like 1,200 dots per inch for the new stuff. The old ones are like 460. Oh, yeah. Which is still above what you need for uh, MPC, for make playing cards. Their website, I think it has to be like 300 or higher in order to give you a decent image. But it's nothing compared to fucking 1,200. So like, if you can get a really clear, crisp image, the printing itself is great. Yeah. And I've seen like people have done like foils of like they they make their own like custom alters and uh-huh. stuff like that. And then they uh um NPC will foil, they'll do foil cards as well. They look fucking fantastic.
1: Yeah. They, they look really cool. Yep, they do, they do a perfectly fine job for your fake magic cards.
0: Yeah. And then and
1: if you're gonna use them, just make them obviously fake. Like yep. I said, if you put a fake back on it, it's pretty easy. It's pretty hard to sell a fake magic yeah. card when the back isn't a magic card.
0: And to me, there's two things. One that clearly shows that I'm not trying to Disguise these as real cards. Yeah. And two, it prevents any accidents from happening. Yeah. Uh, NPC actually will not process an order that has the magic back. Good. If, if one, From what I understand, I haven't tried since I heard this. So the original, the first time I used it, it had the the basic magic back, but on the back
1: it said like proxy um, the gathering, proxy
0: the gathering yep. or proxy and then like not for sale on the back. Yeah. They won't even take that anymore.
1: Oh, okay. That's, that's what mine have. Mine have, it looks kind of magic-y, but it says proxy the gathering on yeah. it. Yeah.
0: They won't even take those anymore. Like, they've really cracked down on, like, anything that looks like it's going to be a counterfeit.
1: Which is fine with me. Like, I'm yeah, not
0: those. I'm not using them for counterfeits. so why the fuck would I care? Yeah. I just want I just want a decent game piece. Yep. That's, that's all we want. That's all they are. And I'm not going to spend... I mean, I was looking at that battle box, just the, the, like, on the, I think I was using tapped out, to just put in what I needed, right? It was, like, $30,000 yeah. worth of cards. And I was just like, yes, yeah, no.
1: Yep. <laughs> A chunk of that's reserve list cards, but a chunk of that's also just having like dozens of individual cards that are six bucks a piece. Yep. And like, hey, there's a hundred bucks. There's a hundred bucks. Well, there's a like, hundred bucks. There's a fuck, you know, like
0: probably 30 or 40 fetches in the whole thing, yep. which are 30 to $50 a piece at this
1: point. Depending on. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're only the onslaught fetches, aren't they? Yep. And those, have the only, those
0: Only the ones that haven't been reprinted recently. Um, There's a bunch of City of Trader. There's a bunch of reserve list cards. Just no dual lands, obviously. Yeah.
1: But there's still a lot of reserve lists. Yep. It's, yeah, the the problem with pre modern is you like again, I I bet Sly's cheap. Like I bet Sly's like a hundred dollar deck stands still or uh, Stasis is like a hundred dollar deck, and then Elves is like a six thousand dollar deck. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason.
0: But the only expensive card in Sly is like, or Sly is like a Curse Scroll, uh, which is technically reserve list, but it's not a, a super expensive reserve list card yeah, because yeah. it doesn't see really any play yeah. anywhere outside pre modern. I mean like Pox and Legacy. One yeah. well, Legacy tier five deck. As I was gonna. Bring up Legacy does not, isn't really looking all that hot anymore. So I don't know how, uh, I mean, there's probably reasons for this, but it looks like the last two Legacy Sunday challenges haven't fired.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is holidays. It's not going to help it being on the holiday weekends. It is, but every other one has. Like, yeah. if you go
0: on there, all the modern ones fired, all the pioneers fired, fucking limited qualifiers are fired. Like, on Christmas Day, terminal yeah. tournaments
1: are firing. People are making time.
0: Legacy's not. Yes. And like, the, the Saturday one, because uh, I believe the just the, the straight MTGO site now, which isn't WotC-controlled anymore, it's uh-huh. that new company, whatever the fuck their name is. Daybreak Games. Yeah, that one. um They actually say how many people entered the tournament now. Oh, that's cool. um 53 people showed up on Saturday for Legacy. It's a 32. it so, so, so the Saturday one wouldn't have even fired yeah. on Sunday. Well, like, that's,
1: they, they lowered it because they, they didn't fire forever, so they lowered the uh, the amount yeah. down to 32.
0: I think, so during, I think during
1: how- the Oko era they quit fire or it was no it was Ragavan era, I think Ragavan era they quit firing. Yeah, well they, because they fired for Oko. People were st- like people were still playing legacy as much. as Everyone hated Oko. People were still playing in tournaments, but I think during Ragavan era, Ragavan and DRC and whatnot, people stopped playing.
0: So I hope for legacy players' sake that isn't the case. The um, but-
1: did you see the game where it was the fuck was it? It was it all revolved around some four minute dude that you could tap him and tap two other play two other trade win writer trade win writer yep so there's no like infinite combo with that right it's just a value value. yeah so like that's that was i spent probably 15 minutes watching that game being like how can you make that go positive how can you because he's like they talk like it's the name of the deck they talk about it all the time he's like this guy's working so hard to counter it like it's it's clearly the point of the deck and it's like how how does he win with this And then it occurred to me halfway into the match that it's fucking pre modern. A combo doesn't have to be game ending to be good. Nope. Which is a great thing for (laughs)
0: the format. Because at no point is anyone gonna fucking drop a 6 6 flyer for
1: two. (laughs) Like like his hit, the whole point of his deck can absolutely be like play this thing, tap it, pick it and wall, or tap a bunch to pick wall blossoms back up and then play it and draw another card. Like that can be the whole point. And that's a powerful deck. Yep. And I was like, man, that sounds like fun to play because I play a lot of Timeless. I play a decent bit of Standard. And, dude, every card, every single thing, it's just the game is over. Mm -hmm. Every single time the turn passes and you don't clean the board or answer a key threat, like, the game is over. And that is not the case in Premodern, and I'm so excited to have things. Like, a card can stick for a turn or two, and the game isn't done.
0: Dude, can you imagine that game of Sly versus black white control, where the fucking control player gains like, I mean, probably pushing thirty life, and the fucking Sly player
1: won. I don't remember that. That was that was game one. Maybe I didn't see that one.
0: Well, that that was the one where he killed the eternal dragon. Like, cause he so he he hit three times with Exalted
1: Angel, and he gained like. No, I see it. See, I saw a different game because I did not see Exalted Angel Angel ever hit the red zone, so I did not see that black white list. That's fair. That's fair. Or, or I skipped the first game, or I wasn't paying attention, or if I watched that game, I didn't see that. Gotcha. Now these are on the background a lot of times, so maybe I didn't see it. Yeah,
0: it was that was the game where the guy killed Eternal Dragon like three times. In In game, in game three? No, it was game one. That was game one. Game three didn't go nearly as long. Mm. At least I don't think so. But anywho,
1: whatever. Regardless, it happened.
0: Yeah, the fucking this like, can you imagine like? like that just that stuff just doesn't happen in more recent formats
1: no like it's the, the 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 magic is so um what's it called It's like steamroll but it's there's a word incremental for incremental advantage yeah, is what there, we typically well there's just none of that it's just it's this i can't remember the word we've that we've used or someone else used in there but it's just like um once it starts it, it cannot be stopped like yeah. literally once a card sticks for a turn to it just it cannot just be stopped snowballs yeah it modern magic is so snowbally where once you fail to answer a threat the game has ended it feels like yeah i mean like case in point there's lots of games i play on timeless where like they go turn one ragavan and i can't kill it and i just concede cuz the game's over like this Ragavan's going to hit me for probably two turns at least, the game's over. Yeah, like, if you
0: don't have, like... Because,
1: I mean, like, they're not going to play Ragavan and do nothing. Like, they're playing Ragavan yeah. DRC, they're playing, like, they're establishing threats, they're lightning bolting. Once Ragavan's hit me twice, done four points of damage, made two mana, and potentially drawn a card, game's over. Pretty
0: much. Because, especially, if you couldn't answer the Ragavan... I can't answer can't the next three answer threats. The, an- the next three things they did.
1: Yeah, like, it's... So... I'm excited for a format where that's not the case, where, like, the entire format can revolve... Like, your entire deck can revolve around tapping three creatures to bounce a thing and then replay it and draw a card. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how I get my value, and that's how I'm going to win this game. And to be
0: fair, that's not even what I would consider, like, one... It's not... Tradewind Rider is not one of the, like, best decks in the format, but it's perfectly playable. Oh, yeah. And it's just... You use trade win writer, you generate some value for yourself, or
1: you it use was, it to control the board. It was survival, wasn't it? Wasn't it a survival trade win binder list? Probably, I think because so. Because
0: it, it was kind of a toolboxy kind of deck. Yeah, I think so. Because you need to be able to like a find trade win writer, <laughs> and b get like the value guys out of
1: your deck. Did you watch the uh, the bonus match they played during lunch? It was like the store owner versus someone else. Uh what
0: what was what was it the was
1: survival part? madness?
0: I've seen some i've seen games of that deck. it was
1: such a cool deck the mm-hmm. whole point of the deck was to get survival the fit uh fittest and then just keep putting out root wallets. yep just discard a root wall to get a root wallet and discard a root wall to get a root wallet that's all it was and the dude i don't i know he won the game one i think he lost the second two but it's really close it was really fucking close but like i'm watching this guy kick ass and the whole point of this deck is to put four one ones out for free yep that's all it does and just attack every turn Pay one, discard a root waller, get a root Walla. He was playing against some deck, and the way the the way he ended he lost, I know on game three was the dude got out a couple of those uh, two mana man lands mm-hmm. into a three three with yep, the
0: Treetop Village.
1: Yeah, and like he just couldn't get past his root walls couldn't get past yeah. him. I think he put out like uh what's the activated abilities can't be activated. Yeah, uh, cursed creatures totem curse totem, and so they they're stuck as one ones, and he's got a couple three threes he can hold back, and yeah. he starts getting ahead. But it's just funny, like, that's the whole point of the deck. That's all it does.
0: Well, and again, the guy beat him with Treetop Village, Yeah, <laughs> which used to be a fucking all-star. And again, this is what I've always talked about. Like, you've probably heard me wax poetic about the good old days of magic yeah. for hours and hours of cumulative time, right? Uh-huh. And it's just like, told you, like... Old magic used to be just different. Yeah. And that's why it's sometimes I've mentioned this before. I have trouble evaluating cards. Sometimes I call stuff like fucking uh, Shieldred, Sheldred, mm-hmm. the new one, where it was just like, hey guys, that card looks a lot like Jazam Duchenne, only a lot stronger. I think she's going to be
1: pretty good. Yep. She was. <laughs>
0: Because like a five five for four is pretty good card. It is historically speaking. She does a lot more than that, and she's got you know pseudo reach and yeah. pseudo vigilance and Death that touch. touch and like like she's got a lot of shit going on. Yep. Um, but like you haven't played really in an era where a four a five five for four was any good.
1: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not.
0: Like I got super excited when I because I've taken a few breaks in Magic uh, throughout the years. And I came back once and Leatherback Balath was a card. And I lost my fucking shit. It was the same feeling I got when I saw Watch Wolf after I took a brief break. Uh-huh. Watch Wolf was a 3-3 three, three for 2 mana. I was like, holy shit!
1: And it wasn't even really, it was an uncommon. And it's from Ravnica. And it's just, the closest thing to that? A 3-3 three, three for 2 mana. In which format? I'm trying to think like right now like like, in like standard, like I'm trying to think of like what the closest thing to that is. And like Two, what is two mana buy you in standard? Keep talking.
0: Um, and then I saw I came back at the time and saw Leatherback Ballath, which was a four, 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 five for three green. I was like, What the fuck? (laughs) Like, turn one, Llanowar Elf, turn two, four, five. Yeah, seems good to me. I used to be happy to go turn one, Elf, turn one, or turn two, call the herd, and then flash it back and be like, I got two, three, threes on turn three. You're fucked. (laughs) Yeah. But that's just, like, I mean, that's just not the way Magic's played anymore. And they're just, like, to me, I've said it multiple times, like, there comes a point where, like, Magic cards, it doesn't matter, like, everyone says that, like, you have to always evaluate Magic cards in a format as, like, a whole, where it's just, like, the power level of cards is always contextualized by their other cards. Yeah. And that is very often true, but it's not the only case Because as we've said, the goal of the game is still 20 life. Like, there's a point where, like, cards shouldn't do, you know, anything beyond X. Whatever the fuck X is, it's like, that's a line we shouldn't cross because there's just no way to deal with that level of threat or answer Mm -hmm. in a format or in a game where, like, your life total doesn't change. Like, the goal of the game has remained the same, only we're using fucking rocket ships. We keep talking about this, but it's fucking true. And, like, pre-modern, in my opinion, like, so far from everything I... I've seen just it has hit the sweet spot where like the games are super interesting. And yeah, you get some stuff like, I mean, it's it's got to suck to be like turn to warmth, turn three circle protection red
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're playing sly.
1: I bet it doesn't feel good.
0: But there are even then he had answers and he made it a relatively close game. And like I've seen uh, burn players beat it. And f- like it's the fact of the matter is that's not unbeatable. And that's without yeah. drawing shit like anarchy, which anarchy is the answer to that. You're just, uh, I, th- I forget the exact text, but it blows up all white permanents. Oh, okay. For three red, just gone. And that's so like, but color hate is an actual thing in this format, where mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm playing white. You're playing red. We have things that just fuck each other over based on our yeah. colors. And that's something a lot of players aren't used to playing with against with or against, and, like, there's there's those type of effects, but more for strategies. So, like, Stony Silence or Rest in Peace is, a, is, like, the modern analog to, like, Warmth or COP Red. Yeah. Where it's just, like, you're playing, you're all in on Affinity. Well, you can't activate artifacts. Yep. So, you're fucked. None of them do anything. Oh, None of your lands tap for mana. Yep. <laughs> and you can't use any of your activated abilities. Oh, you're a fucking graveyard deck? Exile all graveyards and any cards put into them. Okay. Like...
1: So I found two cards that compare well to that. So there's a couple of them. Like uh, there's like blood Tithe Harvester, but it's black red. It's hard mm-hmm. to cast, but it's a three two that makes a blood token that you can sack to rummage for one, or you can tap it to give a creature minus x minus x for the blood tokens. So it's a three two that's also a kill spell. Yep. There's Harbin, but he's a he's blue white. He's a three two, but uh, whenever you attack with I think five or more soldiers, everything gets plus one plus one and flying. Which but it's it's two colors. So well, Watch
0: Wolf is two colors. It's green and
1: white. Oh, okay, so... Yep, both so the, of those apply. So very comparable. So yep. a 2-mana 3-2 that kills a thing that is just a kill spell and a 2-mana 3-2 that is a finisher. Here's two one-color co- oh, one spells. Uh, Tenacious Underdog. Tenacious Underdog which we've talked about. One of black for a 3-2. It has Blitz which is two black black. You pay two life and pay two life. It comes in with Haste and uh, if you Blitzed it when it leaves the battlefield, you draw a card. I <laughs> uh, think uh, Blitz might be die, but anyway, I think it's when it dies. Let's say it dies. Let's weaken it. But yeah, when it die, if you blitzed it, when it dies, you draw a card. And whenever you blitz it, uh, if you blitz it, you sack it at the end of turn. Yeah, you can also blitz it from your graveyard. <laughs> so every turn, just so it's a, so every turn you just have a four mana pay two, draw a card, deal three damage. And the other one, which is arguably better, is Mosswood Dread Knight, one in a green for a three two with trample. When Mosswood Dreadnought dies, you may cast it from the graveyard as an adventure until the end of your next turn. The adventure is one in a black. Draw a card, lose a life. <laughs> so it replaces itself. And remember, when you put it on an adventure, you, you can, can then, then cast, cast it. it. Fr- yes. yes. So it's so, just,
0: it never goes away. There's just you, some additional hoops. If, if, if
1: they keep doing it, it never goes away. They just like, hey, you kill it. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and adventure it, draw a card, and then play it again.
0: Well, and the funny thing is so these are all three twos. And obviously, the reason for that is they're printed through standard. So they want it to be suscept- susceptible to the whatever random Sh- shocks shock shock. Yeah. Away, right. Cool. Fair enough. If any one of those cards was dir- printed
1: in a modern Horizon set, whereas direct to modern,
0: they'd all be three
1: threes. Oh my God. Could you imagine putting Mosswood Dread Knight in a Golgari deck in pre modern? Mm hmm. Where, like, that'd be fucking insane. A two mana three two that, like, oh, I'm going to kill it. Oh, cool. I'm just going to play it again. Yeah. I'm going to draw a card and then play it again.
0: Yep, and that's that's what I'm talking about. Well, I'm, I mean, you forgot, the, it's not a standard one, but there's the fucking, the black, the black, black shadow guy that, like, exiles cards when they, when...
1: Oh, Dothy Voidwalker. D- I th- yeah. yeah. Yeah, black, he, I th- yeah, he's black, three black. just 2 unblockable yeah. that, like, wins you the game. Yeah, <laughs> not only does he exile anything that goes to the graveyard for your opponent, you also can tap him, sack him, and play anything right. in exile from those cards. Yeah,
0: like, and then I'm just like... Back in the day when Ravnica came in, Ravnica came out, I was like, "Fuck, Watch Wolf!" Like yep. that's amazing. Like Watch Wolf is what made me play Green White in that era. I was like, "I want to play Watch Wolf," and Glare of Subdual exists, so I'm putting these in a deck, and uh-huh. like I just made a crappy Glare of Subdual deck. Um, but yeah, I fucking. I, I cannot wait. And the only reason we're not talking about us playing Premodern we is haven't. we're just waiting on the fucking cards to show yeah. up at this point. I've already dropped like 300 bucks on this.
1: I'm pretty excited to play Premodern. Yeah,
0: me too. I, I just, I'm super excited. I can't wait. I've just been watching every fucking game of Premodern I can while still getting paid for it.
1: Should. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those people.
0: Yep. So, uh, anywho, that's how I've <laughs> been doing.
1: So while I talk about how I've been doing, will you go grab the list of patrons because it's not in here anymore? So uh, what I've been alluding to is I told everyone a few weeks ago that I looked at I found a new job working for another company, taking care of cows. I was really excited. I put my two weeks in and I was working my two weeks going in, just doing what you're supposed to do when you're, you know, finishing up your job. I show up to work every day, do my job, work with our customers and they bring me in. They brought me in on like Wednesday or Thursday, uh, literally like three three or four days before Christmas. And they're like, yeah, you know, we just don't really have any work for you to do. So we're just going to move your end date up and uh, we're just going to let you go today. And so <laughs> I went from being like, well, I've got, you know, a couple weeks. I got a little bit of, I got a few days off in there for holidays and then I'll be starting my new job to, I have a week and a half with nothing to do. Yep. Um, luckily I have a week of vacation left. I'm going to get paid out. So it'll basically cover that week. Uh, but what that means is they literally fired me early just to avoid paying me Christmas holiday pay. Yeah. That's uh, they didn't fire me. They laid me off or whatever. They moved my end date up. Yeah. They fired you. Yeah. I got in a little bit of a fucking tizzy with one of our managers with it the because they also didn't really scummy way. So like I don't I don't understand what I've done to this company to make them think that I would retaliate in any way. I've come to work every day. I've done my job every day. I've taken care of our customers every day, no matter. But they fucking they called me in. I, I woke up and they had, I said, hey, why don't you come in and inventory your van today? Which made total sense. Because like I'm leaving in a couple of weeks. I'm leaving in the middle of a holiday. Maybe we're free today. We'll get an inventory today. I'll run for you know another week out of it. But it'll be close. It should be close to inventoried. And then when I turn it in a couple of days or a week or so, it'll be a little easier to run through and make sure it's all good. Um, so I go in. I, get, I take all my stuff out. I inventory it. We put all the stuff back in. And I go in the office and they fire me. And I was like, hey, assholes, if you had told me you were going to do this, I could have left all of my tools at home because i then had to go back out to my van and spend a half hour unloading all my tools out of it. Yep. And have some <laughs> load them in a different van so someone could drive me home. And it's like you guys could have just told me. Don't get me wrong, i wouldn't be any happier about it, but what do you think i was going to do? Flip Keep you the, bird? the
0: van? Yeah. <laughs>
1: like- <laughs> then you had to, then you'd have to drive someone to my house. Yeah. Shocking. Like i was i was so upset and i was talking to one of the one of the people who works in our office and i was like, "Did you know i was getting did you know i was getting fired today?" And she was like, well, first off, you didn't get fired. And I wanted to be like, Am I getting paid anymore? Right. No. So it doesn't fucking matter, does it? No, I didn't get fired. That's true. I didn't get fired, but I'm not getting a fucking paycheck anymore, am I? I don't know
0: what else to call that.
1: Yeah. Laid off. Like I don't know. That's not what being laid off means. Terminated. I've been terminated. I don't fucking you were fired. Like Like, because there's like laid off
0: has very specific implications. If you were laid off you could go get unemployment. I think I bet and I could you
1: probably get, could. I bet I could get unemployment now. Right, but just well, like
0: here's the deal, and this is something. Um, if the shit with doesn't work out, you can still pursue unemployment yeah, against.
1: You're just against, gonna name drop both of them. Yes, <laughs> just to erase that out. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have yeah, I'll, I'll remove all that. But like yeah, that's true. But but I, we I we just, had people do it against us at FedEx. I was so salty about her wanting to fucking correct me, and you know who it was yeah, now. Yep, and I'm like. I get why she can't tell me, which is cool. I get that. But like, don't fucking correct me. Oh, I didn't get, you didn't get fired. Fuck you. And then while we're loading shit up, because um, they take all their uniforms back, which is totally cool. I didn't pay for them anyway. Like, they, they I have a coat, a hoodie, all of it. Um, She was like, yeah, we need all that back because it has our name on it. And we don't want anything with our name getting out, which, first of all, I'm allowed to buy shirts from the store with your name on it. So if I did buy any of them, you, wouldn't you, can, be go getting fu- those you can go fuck yourself. Yep. I didn't. Which is why I'm totally cool giving it back. I didn't pay for this hoodie. I didn't pay for this coat. Yeah, know back. But I was like, yeah, when I get home, I'll just gather this stuff up and I'll give it to you. And hey, just so you know, one of the shirts is kind of in transit because the company we work with is getting it resized, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, it's okay. I mean, we trust you. And I was like, well, trust is probably a pretty strong word today, isn't it? <laughs> right. Because you don't fucking trust me.
0: Considering the whole everything's gone down the yeah. last two yeah. hours.
1: You guys just fucking, you tricked me into coming in here to inventory my van and then, and then ripped the rug out of under my feet to fire me yeah after putting my two weeks in and working my two weeks as i'm expected yep so have fun working for that company matt yeah it'll be great as long as i mean as long as they take care of you like when you quit don't put your two weeks in right (laughs) i fucking wouldn't you should you should take your vacation and you should get back from vacation and be like hey where do you want this van i don't want to work here anymore i'm done here yeah (laughs) um yeah it's a it's been a mess like it was kind of a it was I, I mean, I'm, like, I, I disagree with how the, how this company handles training and, and 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 some growth. Um, I didn't necessarily hate the company. I just disagree with some of their some of the ways they handle themselves. Now they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Now they're scummy douchebags.
0: Yeah. There's a difference between like making decisions from like a day to day management perspective, yeah. and then like mistreating them.
1: And, and and just in case anyone ever gets to anyone who works in that building, because they know me, like, really none of my complaints fall on anyone in the building. Uh, the guy who's in charge of the building is kind of an asshole. He kind of shit-talked me to other employees, which was cool. But pretty much everyone else in the building, not one of my complaints falls on them. Like, not really. They didn't do anything. I don't even blame the the gentleman who runs the building. I don't blame him for what happened to me. I fully believe that he got an email from our corporate HQ, and they were like, hey, this is what needs to happen. And he was like, well, that's my job. It's his job to fire people. Yeah. So in case anything gets back to them, no, I don't blame anyone in that building for what happened. They're not. They're not shitty the people who run the company an hour and a half away from us they can go fuck themselves
0: so your new trainee called off today and they were <laughs> scrambling to find people to do plumbing system checks <laughs> It Shocking. was. i was sitting in the fucking cubicle listening to that conversation i was like
1: good like I was just like immediately punished good fuck them right i've called in sick i have worked there for 18 months i believe i have taken two sick days she has worked there for three months I know she's been in that building for like a month and a half. She started taking at least two. Yeah. Maybe three. Like, fuck you guys. Yep. That's how I get treated. Uh, before I keep going, because I have a lot more to talk about. I do want to give a shout out to our patrons. I have the paper now. Um, uh, on top, let me, let me see. Is he on here? I don't know if you're on here, Rule Lawyer. Some people have been asked to be left off. Some people have given me different names. So I'll be honest. I don't know who it is. So I'm, if I read your name twice, if fine. But Rule Lawyer is one of our patrons who got me into ready or not, which is by far my new favorite game. So huge shout out to him. Thank you very much. Also huge shout out to Asphalt Emperor, Ramblin' Rogue, Ashley, Eric, Wolf, Ethan, CJ, Ted, Mumbledown, Rob M., Limit of Questions, Derek T., His Forest, and Jasper. Thank you all so much for joining in. Patreon.com forward slash Cantrip Cartel gets you to that Patreon where you can get access to the private Discord where, I mean, the channels are growing of what we're playing and what we're doing. We're going to have a pre-modern channel. We're gonna, we are gonna have legacy channels, modern channels. We have a ready or not channel, all that shit. Uh, there's tons of merch tiers if there's anything you kind of want that has our branding on it. And you also get kind of a direct line to us where you can basically reach out to us directly and add us and talk to us and give a shit, which some people, in a polite way, take out the opportunity to do all the time. Yep. So huge shout out to our patrons! Thank you guys very very much. And then continuing on with that, uh, ready or not is an amazing game. I want you to buy it. I'm trying to get Sarah to buy it. I got Alex to buy it. With rule lawyer, that's a five man squad. We're ready to fucking go. <laughs> uh, it's a ton of fun. It is a, so ready or not is a tactical. It, it's a, like a kind of a mil sim style tactical shooter. You are SWAT teams, and you can be anywhere from a solo up to like I think five people, and uh you handle tactical situations uh it's very clear to me that the people that made this game put a ton of love into it they have put a, the environments are done really well there's a lot of environmental storytelling you walk into a lot of rooms i mean so you got like you're a SWAT team you're ha- you're there to handle fucked up situations and I'm, some of them like you're you know someone's robbing a, a convenience store and they barricade themselves in well, that's not that. I mean there's some bad guys you gotta get in there, and get them. But there's some. Uh, they handle very sensitive topics, and they get. There's nothing like graphic detail about it, but it's it's very obvious what's going on. And like mm-hmm. you're arresting scum, you're raiding homes, you're taking down traffickers. You're dra- uh um. There's a
0: like active shooter situation. Shooter
1: situations. There's uh there's a school bombing. There's a there's a school shooter like active school shooter situation that. That one was is probably one of the most fucked up for me. Not there's way more fucked up rooms to go into. There's there's a lot of rooms that you'll go into and you'll and like my immediate gut feeling was like, I don't want to be in this room anymore. Mm-hmm. This is not an OK room to be in um, there. I'm trying to think of a way to like say it without like being overly vulgar, but like it's like there's a there's a whole kind of story around child trafficking and child pornography and it's yeah. and the, you find you find one of the dudes who's making it and his Again, there's no, like, pictures of naked kids on the wall, but it's fucking obvious what's going on. And it's like, I don't want to be here. They did a really good job <laughs> yep. building these environments. Oh, that's
0: weird. Somebody just attached C4 to this whole fucking place and blew it up. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's strange how that I happened. I don't know bunch. why we're in here. I just fucking <laughs> pour gasoline on the front door and walk away. Right. Um, there's one of them where it's a streamer. Mm-hmm. And so like, you're swatting somebody. You're swatting someone. Yeah, he well, like he killed his mom and is holding his brother hostage. Oh, that's gotcha. right. And you bust in and you fucking take him down. And he's and the stream is going. And but they decorate his room like a Weeb streamer would, and it's really accurate and really cool. And uh, the the one that like was really crazy is one of the first ones we played. Me and Rule Lawyer, we were. Uh, it was the it's a it's a community college. A couple shooters have taken the college. They there's, there's a couple bomb threats and you have to go in there and clear it. And so the point of the game is to very, for the most part, slowly and methodically clear. For the most part, you have, you know, you have armor on and you can take a few shots and whatnot. Like, it's not like you get hit once and you die. You can, but you have to be careful because these guys have the ARs. They have body armor themselves. Like you turn a corner wrong they light you up on your back and you die. And then you're there, you just have to reset the mission or whatever. So you're very slowly, methodically clearing rooms. It's very communication intense, like who's watching what door I'm coming through here. I'll check left. You check right slicing the pie, you know, moving in and tactically clearing a room. And while you're doing it, you're hearing people get shot upstairs, Mm -hmm. but you can't just rush up there because you have you have six rooms in front of you that aren't cleared. And there could be the number of times I've been playing and you're doing something and like you'll. You'll turn a corner to do something over here. You'll look down to do something and a dude will walk through a door and shoot you. The AI is it, it, like they are programmed and I guess tuned relatively well to they try to sneak up on you. If they hear you, they'll try and shoot you through doors like they like there's been multiple times because you can uh, look under the door with a little mirror gun. So you can see like what Yeah. multiple times <clears throat> you look under a door and there's a dude standing in a corner pointing a shotgun at the door because they know you're in there. And that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If you were pretty sure someone's going to come through your front door, you would just stand there with a shotgun and be like, I don't know who's coming first, but they're going to die. Right. So, like, it's they're relatively smart AI. So much so they're actually a little too good. There's actually mods that turn them down a little bit because they're a little for some of them make sense. Cause like some of them are professional security squads. Like they should be jacked up, but some of them are like dudes that are robbing a convenience store. Yeah. they probably, should. these are, these are kids that are, these are kids that are bombing a community college. They're probably not, they're not
0: trained professionals. They're not
1: trained professionals. Um, but to it's me, like the way I would program that is like your trained professionals
0: are going to be on average, less likely to just like kill a bunch of civilians.
1: Yeah. But
0: like, if you go into, uh, <clears throat> the convenience store guy, He's way more likely to just panic and start unloading uh-huh. yep. on
1: people, whoever it is. They it's something I've noticed, and talking to Rule Lawyer too, he's noticed it as well. The um the with the way the AI is, they are way more aggressive. Like they everyone has a death wish, which I maybe that's what they're going for. These are fanatics.
0: They're all willing to die together. They're kill all you.
1: like the number so like there's again, it's relatively realistic. As far as I know, I'm not a fucking SWAT guy, but uh, I, I, I've talked to some, some people on like there's a discord I joined and they're mil sim people and they're they're military people. And uh-huh. it's, it's, there's a lot of good things in there for it for it being realistic. Um, yeah, they're super aggressive. They're super prone to die. They're super. They're super very martyry, um, but you can so you can you can you sneak up on them, you point a gun at them. Some of them some of them will drop their guns very rarely, but some will. But most of them will just immediately start shooting at you and take cover or whatever. You can shoot them multiple times. They won't put their gun down. Um, which all that kind of makes sense. But the one that really gets me is a lot of them, the vast majority when you have the standard AI, if you get them to surrender where they drop their gun, they get on their hands and knees, they put their arms up. You have to be really careful when you go to arrest people because they'll pull a knife or a gun. Mm -hmm. And these motherfuckers will like all, I remember we were doing the school mission, me and Alex, and we did it like seven or eight times. We kept dying. It's real easy to die, especially on that one because there's a bomb threat. You have to clear the fucking building and then go find the bombs before they go off. Yeah. Building's huge. Um, but, like... So, good luck! I felt yeah. like we, we we tried to take a lot of... Because you can flashbang them, you can pepper spray them. There's lots of options to basically stun them enough that they will probably give up. And we were, like, six for six across, like, four games where, like, the dude went down, dropped his gun, and then as you go to walk up, he stands up with a pistol and tries to shoot you again. Like, just over and over and over and over and over. None of these guys were giving up, which seems a little unrealistic. Maybe it's not, but it seems a little unrealistic. With- well, at that point,
0: like... Obviously, you're in trying to get into the head of a madman. Yeah. But like, why would you drop down on your knees and throw your gun away? If if your plan is to just open fire, yeah. you
1: just do it. You do it with your AR. Right. Like this very like sneaky, tricky. Like that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, it's probably not. Now, I will tell you, I have the AI is tuned pretty good. They know where you're looking. It's yeah. like it happened. Or it's, I was playing today because I don't have a job. So all I do is play video games all day.
0: Good place to be at for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, me and Alex just <laughs> not play, for long,
0: but for a couple of weeks, it's nice.
1: Me and Alex just play video games. We play Apex and Ready or Not all day. But I was serious. We were clearing a building together, and I was in a data center. So there's big server farms, and I had a dude surrendered, and I am inches from him. I have a ballistic shield and a pistol around it with a laser, and I'm pointing it at him. And I said, I'm going to hold this guy until you get here, because general rule of thumb, you shouldn't cuff anybody by yourself. Because now you're you completely unaware. You have, no sense, yep. you have no visual around you. So I'm staring at him. Around the corner, a civilian says something like, you can't fucking touch me like that, whatever. And I swear to God, I looked over a little bit. The dude got up and pulled a gun out and tried to shoot me. <laughs> the second you glanced away. The second I looked away. I was staring at him the whole time. I moved my character up and over to look at the corner, and he got up. Like, they're... They pay attention. They try to circle back around you. They—I've had a couple of them where they'll run. Like we'll engage them in a corner, and they'll run, and we'll we'll follow them into the room, and the back door is open, and they say they've left. They don't leave the map, but they leave yeah. and try and get angles on us. Mm-hmm. It's it's very realistic. It's very stressful. It's very it's relatively high stakes because um, you can easily get shot and killed. There's no like the one of the things I would change for the stakes of it is I make the wounding a little more. Meaningful. Mm-hmm. So like if you get shot in the arm, your arm is red. Like your gun has a little bit of sway to it or something. Like or you get shot in the leg or you break your leg with doing like you can kick you can kick doors in, but you can break your leg doing it. And like you just walk a little slower. So like there's not really enough meaningful behind it. There's one of the cool things Tarkov has is there's an ADS uh stamina meter. You can't just ADS all day long. Mm-hmm. You have to like put it down and let it fill up. This skin doesn't have that. So you can just like you can just ADS the whole time something that's a little broken you get a ballistic shield where you have a shield in front of you and for the most part nothing can shoot through it i'm sure some heavy armor piercing rounds can but most things can't yeah so that's your point man right well i'm sure this thing's heavy as fuck you can go the entire map you, the whole time. you can the whole time you can one hand it the whole time with your pistol reached around it you can just do this all day long you can just hold this huge ballistic shield up with one hand with your pistol reached around and walk around the entire map and yeah. like that should probably be balanced a little bit. That's probably a little. Well, and
0: that'd be the the kind of thing like, okay, maybe you don't necessarily make it so you can't do that. But if you get shot in the arm, you can't hold that. Yeah,
1: exactly. But no, you can totally do that. Like like the way we do it is you just, that guy's in front and he's walks the entire map doing that. Whereas like realistically, that should be like, we all have our ARs out. We're clearing rooms. Like, hey, we have to push this. We have to push a dangerous corridor or push a dangerous door, pull the shield out and we use it for that. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's not what we do because there's no stamina. There's no punishment for it.
0: So with a quick Google search, a large ballistic shield, which is 605 by 1205 millimeters. So I don't know how many that is isn't inches off the top of my head. Weighs about 30 pounds. So imagine doing an yep. isometrics with an like an unbalanced, uh-huh. unwieldy 30-pound fucking And you
1: weight. have to hold it right here. It's it's, it a, has, it's, a t- it's a tiny little ballistic window. Right. You have to hold it. You can't just like lean... Yep, it's, yeah, it's,
0: you don't get to take any time off with this yeah, and still so, have it
1: effective. <laughs> there's some unrealistic things about it, obviously, that sure. I wouldn't mind. Like, that could be tuned down to make the game harder and it could be fine. But, dude, I the game is so much fun. The maps are so cool. The storytelling is so great. Um, I, I'm trying to get Matt to buy it. I'm probably going to buy it for Sarah. I'm going to see if it runs on my old computer, which I think it will. I'm pretty sure I looked look the specs up and the recommended specs were a 1060,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which you have. I have a 2060. You have a 2060. And I have a 1070 in my old computer. So I think it'll run it okay. But if I can get it running on my old computer. I might buy it from her. Try and get her playing. I want to get you to start playing it. And then we'll have. And then I'll always have two or three people. Two or three people to play with. Or have a full five man squad. And it's. Dude Alex and I. We did a couple times today. We were going. And we were trying to go. It's. It's real funny. Like. Sometimes you go real slow. And real methodical. And the game gets way harder. And sometimes you just. Say fuck it. And you just run and gun. And. Like, you're still clearing, but, like, you're just moving through the map, and you're just, you're shooting everybody that has any indication of being hostile, and you just, boom, you cleared. (laughs) It's, like, we did a mission, like, three or four times, and we kept dying, we kept getting shot, we'd, someone above, someone below, and we were like, fuck it, you go left, I'll go right. You say, you tell, you order them one time, and if they don't listen, you shoot them, and, like, that's what we did, and we, we beat it in, like, three minutes. What I was gonna say, that's, like, does the game, like, give you a score? Yes. Gotcha.
0: I was gonna so, say like just like the uh the winning strategy for surviving is you're one of the uh enemies so you get shot
1: yeah and that's what and that's what <laughs> that's what it always turns into so like the goal is in a perfect goal to get an s rank which s rank is completely non-lethal you don't kill anybody you take everyone alive yep which you can do between flashbangs tasers you can take everyone alive um and the goal i set for myself is to take everyone alive that i can because that's I'm it's a simulator I'm trying to like my goal is to get everyone out alive that I can for I mean we're doing like drug busts and, and pedophile rings and like you want to you want to people out, interrogate them try and get them to give up that's the goal yeah sometimes you don't get <laughs> rewarded for it but it, that's my goal I go into it being like make it a little harder I want to try and get everyone out alive that I can so if I push into a room if I see a guy around a corner I'll throw a flashbang first instead of just shooting him or like I can shoot him through the wall but instead of doing that I'll try and throw a flashbang try and get him down and handcuff him. Um, once we die four or five times, I just turn the corner and if he reaches for his back, I shoot him in the chest. <laughs> so I, fuck you. Yep. There's no like pulling back and I'll flash the room and you can put no fucking
0: no. It. You've got you, pop, pop, pop. you're all outlaws. The law does not apply to you anymore. Yeah. And
1: I'm allowed to just shoot you on. Sight. Just, <laughs> yeah. So the you can you can get an A plus. You I mean, you can kill every bad guy there is and get an A plus. Mm-hmm. You have to get to kill if you kill if you kill literally nobody and do a perfect run, you get an S. And after four or five fails, I don't care anymore. I just want I just want to finish this mission.
0: Well, like, the fact of the matter is there's trying to keep everyone alive while a noble goal isn't even the smartest thing to do or what they're trained to do. Oh, it's definitely like, not. when fucking SWAT, I, I'm certainly no expert here. Yeah. But, like, if you just look at how these people, how, like, SWAT, special ops, that kind of, if you pull a gun on them, they just shoot you.
1: Yeah. Which you should. I mean, like like, like if you, if someone pulls a gun on you, you have every right to shoot them now. Right. Within reason, I guess. Like, yeah, obviously. But we're talking about like
0: known bad guy situations. This is with known good guy situations. Yeah. Like if you're holding children hostage and you pull a gun on a cop, you've, you have no one to blame
1: but yourself. (laughs) That's what happens when you do that. This is the result of your choices. So, like, we were doing a mission and it's like some, or it's some, terrorists or something they kill they're trying to kill a politician or they did kill a politician and so we're going to the hotel to try and get them and like we're going through we're clearing we've taken a few live we've we've killed a few and like as we're clearing a room there's a dude who shoots at us so i i go to fall back and he has a woman hostage so i just shoot him in the face (laughs) it's like i'm not i'm not risking the hostage it's a video game but like i'm not risking the hostage i want to take you guys alive if i can but not you. I don't care about you. Yep. She's way more important than you are, and so I shot him through the wall, because he was kind of hiding behind a a, a a little corner wall or something. So I shot him through the wall a couple mm-hmm. times, and he dropped dead. Like everyone, like we try to, it. Will, we'll pull back. We'll throw a flashbang. We'll throw smoke. We'll try and get in there and get him, tase him. But yeah, once you're actively threatening someone else, no, I, don't care yep. <laughs> I don't need you. You point your gun at somebody. Yep. That's but just it, I, the game nature is, running its course. The game is so much fun. I I have. I'm having so much fun playing it. I'm having so much fun playing it. Actually, I did my – it's becoming a yearly play games all night and then realize why I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's easier when you don't have a job. I just – I'm basically a stay-at-home husband. I try to, like, do the dishes every day, vacuum every day. I get the groceries. I make the dinners. Um, and then the other – once I'm done doing all of that and I have spent my hour and a half a day working, I just do whatever I want all day. So it's okay to stay up until 7 in the morning and then sleep till 1, and it's fine. But I got into a lobby with some fun people and we just we played uh we we spent probably four and a half, five hours from like midnight one o'clock to six thirty seven mm-hmm. playing ready or not. <clears throat> in those six hours, we probably actually completed three missions and we were laughing and dying and killing each other and it's the it having a fucking blast the whole time. There's several missions. Um there's several missions where like if you kill a civilian, you lose. Yep. Some a lot of them you don't, you could just you just get in trouble. But someone you kill a civilian you lose there's also a lot of them where you have to take someone alive like if i kill the main suspect that's a mission to fail yep and so like once we <laughs> kill the main guy or if one of us would die we would reset uh it became a 1v1 <laughs> <It>
0: just that
1: <laughs> now, now it's, it's trying <laughs> to find the other player that was dvp it's <laughs> so like, a fun twist we'd be doing stuff and it happened a couple of times we're like we're we'd split off or whatever and s- someone hop on man I just, fuck i just died and we would look at each other. <laughs> like,
2: ah! <laughs> just fucking, yep. ah!
0: Reminds me of when you're like playing EDH and like four people show up and three of them are playing sixes. And one guy brings a nine and combos off on turn two. And you're like, OK, cool. You won. The three of us are going to play <laughs> yep. the rest of this game. Yep. <laughs> and that's exactly what you're doing where you're just like, great. Pete, you know, yep. Uh, computer enemy, whatever you won, good deal. Now we gotta
1: kill each other. <laughs> the game is over. The game is over. <laughs> yeah, let's have some fun. Uh, oh, it's, it's the number of times I domed the guys in the back of the head with a shotgun. <laughs> it's like we're moving around. And <laughs> I see what's his face go down, or or like they'll kill the main guy and it'll come across the bottom. Like oh, objective failed I'm like fuck. Boom, Boom. <laughs> <laughs> becomes a horror jump scare game.
0: Yep. Oh, it's fun. That's funny shit.
1: I, I I've been loving playing it. I said. This is one of those games that probably doesn't have a thousand hours of playability in it. It's like once you learn the maps, a lot of the fun gets taken out. It's chasing S tier is still fun. I mean, there's a, it's so fucking hard to do S tier when you've got you know, multiple people in a room trying to shoot you and kill you. You're trying to take them non lethal. You have pepper ball guns, but it's just it's fucking hard. Yeah, you've got always angles. It's so well, much a easier. Pepper just,
0: ball gun versus fucking
1: bullets. Yeah, is a losing proposition. It's so much easier just to shoot people. Like we're in a gunfight, but you know you'll learn the maps, you'll learn the gameplay, you'll learn the movement, and it probably like it's not gonna be that much fun. It's not like like Tarkov. You could play forever. Yeah. then reason, well, there's you like just, a progression you just system. You get more loot, you keep doing missions. Yeah. This doesn't have that. There's
0: a reset, so yeah. now you get to hop back on the fucking.
1: Well, like this one, like reel. when you play online, they actually handled online play, in my opinion, perfectly. Like when you're playing um, by yourself, like you do the missions in order. I, on my game, when I went to play it, like all the guns were unlocked, but I was talking to someone, which maybe they used to. You had to unlock the guns. Over time, your precinct gets bigger and you unlock the guns. But playing online, everything's unlocked. The only thing that aren't unlocked are the cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So if you join into my game, you can use any gun you want, and we can go do any mission we want. It's just all available, which is perfect. There's no like, oh, well, I haven't done that on mine, so we, it locks us back because I haven't done that mission. I'm not that far. Who gives a shit? We're playing online. We're playing for fun. Just do whatever you want. It's super mod-friendly, too. Um, there's a mod option inside of the game. There's like, like you know start game campaign host mods mm-hmm. and you can there's a mod download uh feature inside of the game you can obviously download outside game mods but it's very friendly to mods which is always nice especially a game like this with relatively limited replayability like once you put 30 40 hours in you've probably beaten the game you've probably done everything
0: well that's one of the smartest things modern game developers can do is like it's kind of like the Morrowind Oblivion Skyrim Fallout model where like Bethesda takes a game and the best thing they do is create a sandbox for you to fuck around with. Yeah. And then they go, hey modders, do whatever the hell yeah. you want. And like I so I there's this guy, uh um, we always called him Brookens. I won't say his first name. He worked at Papa John's with us. That motherfucker has like two or three thousand hours in Fallout uh four because of mods. Yep. Cause you can just do
1: you just whatever playing. he's not playing the base game over and over and no. over again. He's modding. Well like like Dark Souls 3 like there's a couple Dark Souls 3 mods that just completely remap everything. Mm-hmm. It's completely it's a different just, game now. It's a now. new game. Yeah. Like that is the best thing you can do as a game developer is like release a game, make a cool fun thing, get your 60 bucks for it and then be like, "Okay, everyone now just keep making the game better for us." That's all we're yep. doing. And it's
0: just like all you're doing is you're like, "You release the base game, sounds like the people who made Ready or Not released a full well-made game and that's the way you want to yep. do it." But you're like you know, we can add a ton of fucking value if we just let people. We yeah. make it moddable, and we let people do it within yep. reason. And like, people are going to buy our games because they'll, you know, the guy reviews the game, and says overwhelming positive, and he's got five hundred hours on yep. his review. Exactly. And it's just like he's not doing five hundred well,
1: like, hours of like the and, same missions. And that's how you keep pulling people back. It's yep. like, hey, you know, you played the game, you did a lot of fun, blah blah. blah. And your buddy's like, oh my god, you see the new mod that came out? It has. Dude, I played a game. It was a free mod. It's a whole new map. Yep. Someone, I I, I, I was going to say, that'd be the number one thing. Yeah. The, the game designers don't have to make maps anymore. People ma- they a, just let people make their own. These people made a, a whole map. And like, the AI is all the same. You don't have to change the AI that much. Nope. Just But just make new corners and new rooms and new, like, yeah. It's the best thing you can do is make your game, make a sandbox, and then just let the community at large play in it. And then, then we'll play with them. It's it's great.
0: Well, the trick, though, is you have to make a game worth playing to begin with.
1: That's true. Because yeah.
0: if you don't, it doesn't matter if it's moddable because no one's going to fucking no play it. No one's going to be modding place. because they don't
1: want to play it. Right. So I'll wrap up discussion on Ready or Not because we've talked about it for a while. But I have uh, two closing thoughts on it. One, Ready or Not has shown me how horribly designed every building ever is from a tactical perspective. <laughs> yep. It's awful. like they're
0: designed to kill SWAT teams. It sure,
1: it sure is.
0: I know. Um,
1: and two, I have a whole new level of stress and anxiety now walking into a hallway and seeing three doors. hmm It's just like, it's so fucking scary to be clear in a room. Clear, you, you, go through, you open a door, and there's four more doors. And it's like, fuck, which one of these is going to kill me?
0: Right. Which one do I go in first? It's the Monty Hall problem, but instead
1: of winning a car, you die. <laughs> yeah, that's what it fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude it is so fucking aw- off you, you'll come around a corner and there's like oh cool a stairway with a balcony that i can't see up yep. two a double doors there two doors there and an exit how do we not die? dude? we were in that fucking college and there's a the whole like so imagine there's you're looking at the front of a building mm-hmm. and there's a hallway that runs straight in front of you yep. and then on left and right are stairways up to the second floor how the fuck do you clear that safely
0: yeah with two people
1: yep like
0: now it's obviously not- the answer is more people which that's is why like numbers matter so much yeah, in they a fight. do. It's like every set of eyes is another, you know, 45 or 90 degree angle yeah. where it's just like I can have a gun pointed in that direction up and down and left and right yeah. and like we can cover the we can slice the entire pie. So yeah. to speak. Whereas like if it's
1: just two people you're like uh well <laughs> what do we do here? <laughs> what do we do here? It's like you can imagine looking at it face on how good it is. And that's a little more doable. Imagine walking underneath Mm -hmm. And it's like, cool, so I have to walk under this ledge, hope no one's there, check both of these stairs, hope no one's there, and then walk up the stairs and hope no one's there. It's a fucking nightmare. We went into one of them. It's uh, It's an auditorium. Or not an auditorium, it's a lecture hall. Fuck lecture halls man. Yep. Just oh my every God. single
0: seat there's 500 seats in here and every this one was, of them has a dude hiding behind this it. This is a it's a
1: small community college <laughs> so there's like it's like a 150 person lecture room. Yep. And it's and it's 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 terraced. Yep. Fuck that thing. Theater seating so it's just the there's there's two there's two doors up top. There's three doors at the bottom. It's fucking it's impossible. It's a death trap. It is. It's a shooting gallery, is what yeah. it is. The number of times that I've gone into like what looked like completely appropriate architectural decisions, it's a fucking shooting gallery. We went into one, it was a uh it was a it was the streamer place and it's a little like uh like an apartment complex, but it's one of them that's open in the middle. So the light comes in and every like 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 a balcony in the middle. Boy, how do you walk around that without getting shot from the third floor? Mm-hmm. It's impossible. You don't. That's how. You fucking don't. <laughs> how do you walk through the bottom courtyard to the back stairs to go up to the second floor without someone on the third floor going, oh, hey, look, it's a cop. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so the
0: thing I'll say is like you had your one and two doesn't. Obviously, it's radically different. You could never experience it yourself. Right. Then that just give you a whole new level of respect for people like like law enforcement, military, yeah. like that do this. It's yep. just like, how the fuck do you walk into a building knowing somewhere in here are two or three people there's, that just want to kill me? There's a there's a number of people yep.
1: with some any weapon, form of weapons.
0: They could be anywhere <laughs> that want to kill us. Right.
1: And people do that to like a fucking paycheck. And they might be willing to die to do it.
0: Right. I think I'll just stick with making sixteen bucks an hour oh driving around God. listening to the
1: podcasts. It is fu- it is crazy. Um, yeah, a a whole new level of respect for people that do that professionally because they had to do it right the first time, every every time. Well, that's
0: we've talked about this in multiple other contexts, but it's just like when you're in that situation, you like every single time you have to win. Yep. The
1: bad guys only had to win once. Yeah. You have to be perfect. You have to be perfect for the rest of your career. You catch a bullet in the arm and now your shoulder doesn't work anymore forever. Ever done being a cop. There is no like, I'm gonna slap a med kit on it. Nope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) White (laughs) mage, cast cure two. Nope.
1: Doesn't exist. You're just disabled. (laughs) You're just done. Yep. It's it's fucking uh, terrible. It's a whole new level of respect. And it's it's fun to dabble my toes in it without it. The other thing is like how hard it is to make those decisions. It's it's a fucking video game. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at a beautiful monitor. Everything's high resolution. It's all there's no sweat on my glasses or whatever. But like It's so hard to make those decisions, like those gut decisions in real time, and how easy it is for people to hide weapons. Like the number of times like we just we just did one where it's like people making guns in a house. And so like everyone's wearing civvy clothes. That's when it's fucking hard. Mm -hmm. Because like you go into a school shooter, like they're all wearing like tactical vests and masks. Yeah it's a little easier to at least identify the bad guy. Yeah. We went into this house and like we went, I remember we went upstairs. And we were all yelling. We're screaming at people, and we had three people putting their hands up. They're wearing shirts and jeans.
0: Which one has the gun?
1: They all did. Yep. Their answer was all of them. <laughs> we started moving up, and we start we started looking around to clear. And they fucking pulled guns on us. And it's like, are you freaking kidding me? How do you how do you make that call? Yep. Or, how do you make that call and not get shot? You don't. Turns out we didn't. We you got You ever shot. see the
0: movie Speed? Yes. Shoot That's- the hostage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the answer.
0: <laughs> That's absolutely the answer. Take him out of the equation.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was. And again, it does get easier when you start just shooting people. Oh, yeah. Well, if, it turns out
0: if you don't care about saving human life, <laughs> your job as a police officer, is a lot easier. It's a little easier. If the only person you care about making out alive is yourself, choices become
1: a little bit easier. They do. Oh, my God. The number of times I almost shot a security guard in the school yep, they because they would walk up behind you. Yep. Like, we'd be doing something, and I'd hear steps, and i turn around, and there's this freaking security guard coming down the stairs Who at looks us. close enough to <laughs> one of the bad guys. And it's like, what are you doing? Yep. Some of them, you turn a corner, they pull their phone out, take a picture of you, and it's like, oh, my God, you're about to get shot. hmm <laughs> So, yeah, that's right or Not. I do love it. It's very, it's... You get into it, a lot of the stress bleeds out. But the first, like, probably five or so hours for me were very stressful. If you like a stressful, tense game that is punishing and little room for error and rewards communication and thoroughness, it's awesome. I love the game. I It's my new favorite game. I don't know how long it'll be that, but it's my new favorite game bar none for now. And I fucking love playing it. And that's what I've been doing. I've been playing a fuck ton of video games.
0: Yep. Decent way to spend your time.
1: Yeah. My little forced vacation.
0: Yeah. I was uh, the funny thing is, I'm surprised it hasn't happened to me. Cause like I got pulled in for a meeting a couple weeks <laughs> ago and uh they're like, Hey, come on, we need to have you in for a meeting. I was like, Oh man. I was like, Oh, I'm getting laid off, huh? And they're like, Nope. And I was like, "God oh, damn it. <laughs> you ready for your ready for your forced <laughs> I'm vacation. what like, do I get my fucking vacation? <laughs> I don't even dislike my job. I just eh. I
1: mean, it's- <laughs> You get paid. You you can afford to lose your job. I can
0: afford to lose my job. The not, not working got, part. I mean, I've got plenty of backups.
1: I will tell you, the not working part is pretty sweet. Like the whole, like, just being on vacation is is awesome. Like I have a buddy who he's a stay at home dad. So we just play games all day long, and it's a pretty sweet gig where he usually gets on around like what? one or two o'clock. So I'll hop on in the morning, fuck around, do some stuff, play a little bit, and then he gets on. We just play games all night. Mm-hmm. And then what happen is Sarah will. I should do my stuff before, but I'm i'm a procrastinator so sarah will text me she's heading home she has about a 90 minute drive so i get off i go do dishes i go do the laundry or i get the laundry going, going. i get i do a vacuum and then i pick up one area of the house and that's my chores for the day and then i have usually 30 minutes to kill
0: yep and she and, gets home you have dinner hang out with her when she goes to bed back on the I go, <laughs> i'm living the second shift life and
1: yep. i do i do miss being second shift like I got off second shift because I wanted to have a personal life and I wanted to try to meet people and go on dates and I wanted to you know, build a social circle. Yeah, and- we saw
0: how that worked out. <coughs> got married and bought a house, loser. Chickens. <laughs> right? <laughs> a lot of oh, chickens. Oh, I didn't bring you eggs. I forgot. That's okay. We
1: weren't around to eat the ones upstairs anyways
0: because okay. we were gone for the weekend. I got a so
1: I'm, I'm trying to eat them myself. But uh, now that I have all that, I do kind of want to be cool to get back to second shift, like which it's kind of cool. My job when I start, he's got me my first week on second shift. Starting at two o'clock, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. I'm like two's like actual second shift. I won't get to see my wife very much, and then my if I go on to like pseudo third shift, I won't see her as much either because I'll have to be working at, like four o'clock. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be that kind schedule's of schedule's gonna suck, pain in the butt <clears> to make <throat> that work. But right now I'm living the perfect second shift life where I usually go to bed like three or three in the morning. I get up around like 10, 11 and then I just do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: Yep. I've done that kind of stuff like I've always I always strove to get first shift because I'm kind of a morning person anyways I just want to get up go to work get get my work done and then have the rest of the day to myself or do whatever I want to do and like that's uh, when I worked at Papa John's I was I always strive to get the opening shifts I didn't start there but then I worked my way up effectively and got the opening shift so I'd work like nine to five which was cool Um, and then with FedEx obviously FedEx was a, a morning thing but uh at least for the delivery people. There's people in the terminal that worked second yeah, and third yeah, shifts and shit like that. But You
1: met me when I was working yeah. seconds, and I started working with you to get on the firsts. Yep. And that. because of that, I got my I met my wife. Yep. Thanks, asshole. You're welcome. Love my wife very much. <laughs> but that's what I've been doing. I've been playing lots of video games. I've been feeling salty about the way my employer let me go, and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying Rules lo- Rule Lawyers' Ready or Not game. I recommend it to everyone. If you like relatively realistic tactical shooters because that's not for everybody but it's if you like it it's fucking awesome
0: mm-hmm. got anything else is,
1: is, is, are we gonna end it there we gotta I cut it early I don't I mean it's not or how, 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 we're I about know. we're about an hour and 20 in yeah so a little early for us but th- these episodes have gotten a little shorter without yeah. having the, the the magic at the end to kind of pad the time and go through those which that might change as we get more into pre-modern yeah
0: what, but, I, what I'd like to do and this is something that i don't know what i'd like to discuss at least a little bit is like if we can get around to playing magic once a week and then we can like discuss our matchups and how the matchups felt and stuff like that and like that'd be great try to like deep get just because like there the problem is there's not consistent tournament play for pre-modern there is tournament play but like i really don't want to just it sounds kind of bad i don't want to like leech off someone else's content or like Hey, this like the Cloud Goat Rangers, yeah. what are they doing this week? And we're gonna return report on and their just spend shit. Spend
1: our time talking about their yeah, shit. Yeah, and-
0: I don't wanna I don't wanna leech off them. I don't care about I'll fucking shout them out all day. I don't care about yeah. that. But I don't want to like steal their content. So uh I would depending on how it goes, I would not be opposed to us even dipping our toe into something like that. Yeah, we do that. Where we uh like not stream but like tape some games because the cool thing is. There's a lot of people that play pre-modern. There's not a shit ton of pre-modern content creators. Uh We're kind of already in the content creator space. Yeah, all we
1: need to do is just record our games and record our games. We could we could record our games and we record commentary over them and put them on YouTube. Right, and that to me that would be really interesting because
0: like at least what most of what I've seen and there's some stuff that deviates from this, but most of what I've seen is like one or two people talking about one or two other people playing. Whereas we can go, we're playing and then we rewatch it, do the commentary of like, this is what I was thinking here. This is what I was, I thought you had this, Mm -hmm. you didn't, or you did like, that's why I made this. And we can like analyze a a matchup that we played. Yeah. And I think that'd be an interesting way to do things. Um, But again, a lot of that's not necessarily going to happen, but like I can, depending on how pre-modern goes, because that's the thing, like when, w- when we were like super into legacy, I was real close to like us going in that direction. Yep. But it's like legacy just kept doing these waves of like, it's fun for a couple weeks and then like either a new card comes out or they make some horrible decision. And it's just like, I feel like con- constantly legacy was one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. And it just like gradually retreated into this format that I just didn't want to spend any time with. Yeah. Pre-modern, at least in theory, shouldn't really have that problem. Yeah, that's Not true. to say that changes will never happen because bans happen and like as we've discussed there's just not as many people like mass like running 10,000 oh, yeah. games a day so like the format's not solved. It may a deck that dominates may pop up next week and that becomes an issue and it, a yep. card has to get banned. Something like that could in theory happen yep. but like it's going to be a relatively stable format that's still like got a fucking ton of deck diversity in mm-hmm. it. So like I'm I'm more excited about, like, it, the way it feels now, to put it in perspective, is, like, when I first started play, playing EDH, where
1: I was, like... Anything's possible.
0: Anything's possible. Like, I'm super excited. All I want to do is play Magic. All I want to do yeah. is watch EDH content. All I want to do is brew decks. Like, that's all I want to do. Yep. And that's that's where I'm at with pre-modern, where, like, when I'm doing... When I have, like, free time or downtime, I'm doing pre-modern stuff. So, like... Nice. I Yeah. 100% uh, now granted I haven't played a game of pre-modern yet yeah. but I have played a lot of, a lot of these i played a cards. lot of pre-modern before pre-modern yeah. was pre-modern <laughs> so like I've had the Sly versus Stasis matchup they were slightly different decks uh-huh. but I mean the fucking Sly deck is like that's pretty much a known quantity fucking pup into fucking like Mog Fanatic into fucking Ball Lightning is just something I've been experiencing forever
1: Looking like, forward to you tapping out for ball lightning and then playing stasis.
0: Yep, uh, I'll take six. You never untap again. You're done playing.
1: Well, there you go. Mount pyroblast. Yep. Fuck.
0: But like, oh, I mean, I mean, stuff like that is just like stasis or chill stasis. Oh, your spells cost two more, and you never untap. Uh-huh. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> oh, and my spells, my counter spells, they untap my islands. Uh, that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, days. So does cool drawing land. cards. Yep. <laughs>
1: gush is pretty fucking good under stasis yeah it is <laughs> when gush reads like hey time walk your opponent twice draw two cards <laughs> so well that's it.
0: that's what i love though we've got a gush format and like it's not even in my opinion the best it's a very popular thing to do stasis is one of the one of the top 10 or 15 decks yeah but it's not dominant it's no. just a deck among many Gush it's not even own. the most popular control deck
1: yep like yeah, Gush doesn't own the format by any means no Neither
0: does Days or Thor. I mean, like, they all exist, but they all play fair, and every color is represented. There's like a dedicated deck for every color. There's all kinds of fucking splashes. There's not a ton of three color decks, which I actually really like. Uh, three color decks, in my opinion, almost always start dipping into just like junky
1: good stuff kind yeah. of nonsense. Good stuff piles. So it's just like, hey, what, what are the best cards in these three colors?
0: Right. And like a perfect example of this one of the things I fucking love. Goblins, at least the m- most popular builds, they they really, they so desperately need naturalize in the sideboard that the main deck pain lands to get green that don't do shit game one. Yep.
1: They're <laughs> like, literally just there for they're naturalize. There
0: for naturalize. There's a couple, they're like, since you have green, they, there's a couple other cards they sometimes run. But it's like, we need four naturalize or two, or, yeah. two to four naturalizes in our sideboard because of Engineered Plague. Red has no way to deal with engineered plague, and goblins just loses if they don't have naturalize. Yep, cool. So I guess we have to weaken our mana base in order to deal with this thing, and like, that's That's a very real issue. That's how magic
1: is supposed to be. That's
0: how magic is supposed to be.
1: Like, you can't play mono black and be okay with enchantments, right? You have to like because mono black has a super strong mana base. I play swamps you have to play something with white in it. If you want to fuck around or green with enchantments. Yep. If you don't want to have, if you want to have a strong mana base, you lose to enchantments. That's how it works. Yep. Or you lose to artifacts or you lose yeah. to like spell-based
0: stuff. Uh-huh. Like there's just the fact of the matter is each color has strengths and weaknesses. There's a big enough chunk of magic that like every color can also deal with a lot of its weaknesses through sideboarding tech. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just straight up fucking lose. Yep. Like it's just like, oh well, my uh I'm playing elves and he got engineered plague and I didn't get one of my seven answers. Yep. Cool. Next game. Yeah. 100%. The elves player fucking biffed in that fucking sly matchup. Again, he the sly player's on 20 life and he goes for a fucking deranged hermit because he's think he he's he's trying to be the aggro player in the matchup. Mm-hmm. And like that's fine, but you have to be the aggro player for one turn in that matchup. Yeah, the rest of the time is setting up, trying to get advantage, and using your creatures as effectively healing selves. Yep, where it's like I need to put myself, I need to put my the burn player in a situation where he has to kill my elves. Yeah, and then
1: I'm yeah, going to get survival of the fittest out, but every elf gains you two life, like or
0: three, realistically three life. Mm-hmm. Now the the sly player has um, grim lava mancer and curse scroll to help mitigate that disadvantage. Yep. But like, really, what you want to be doing is trading one for one and gaining life, drawing cards and hitting land drops until you can kind of combo off on a turn and overwhelm them. Yep. You don't want to go pay five, range Hermit, take nine. And then exactly what happened happened. He went, OK, cool. I'll take nine. Pyroclasm. Game over. He just all that card advantage you just generated and all that shit. Gone. Well, he just fucking like five for one. You dude, yep. with for two mana. Like yeah. you can't do that. Like he he fucking natural ordered out a deranged hermit. Now he may not have it in his list, but if you cast natural order against burn, there's obviously niche scenarios here. You're getting either verdant force or phantom nishoba. That's those yep. are the fucking cards you or, get.
1: Or or your deranged hermit wins the game.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, if it's lethal, that's one thing. Yeah. But like it wasn't. if he's at nine and you can deal nine and just fucking win, great. But he wasn't. He was at twenty. Yep. And you just punched him for half. Cool. You got his score down. Great. You're dead. Whereas you could have gone, Verdant Force had a seven-seven that would have taken so many more resources yes. to deal with, and given you over a couple a couple turns the same number of tokens because yep. you get a fucking token every upkeep, not your upkeep, yeah. every upkeep. You know what blocks the shit out of a fucking jackal pup? A, a sap token. token. Yep. <laughs> like, they one ones like, or zero ones. They're one ones. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty good. It's just cool. Beat this, dude! I've got a seven-seven. You cannot fucking touch. And He makes tokens every turn, or you got Phantom Neshoba, who's a 7 7 trample lifelink, Skip who's gaining you life, who's gaining you life, and you basically can't burn to death. Yep, and you get fucking deranged, Sherman. I was so disappointed in the Maybe, Well, we don't know his list, I know he may not have him in there. And to be fair, but like to me, I look at that and I go, Why are you running natural order if you're not running the big yep. dudes to get you it?
1: Probably built your deck wrong
0: because, like, if you like, Deranged Hermit goes in the list, but Deranged Hermit is something you either, again, A, you natural order out if you're just going to win, which can happen, especially with, like, Kamal and shit like that. Yeah. Perfectly reasonable. Deranged Hermit puts nine power on the board that turn. Good card. Yeah. But you go, like, survival of the fittest is how you get Deranged Hermit. Occasionally, you may get it with natural order. Yep. But natural order is out there. I mean, it doesn't even get you any fucking, barely any mana advantage. No, the whole point of natural order is you pay four for something and cost eight. Yeah. Not five. five. Yeah. <laughs> Because then you're also you're almost always down mana. Because, like, you may break even, but, like, you had to sacrifice a creature that you paid mana into. Yep. Now you, okay, you paid five mana for your Drain tournament. You're not even up on cards because you also had to sacrifice a card. Yep. So, yeah, you get some tokens, but when you just fucking scoop to a Pyroclasm, which you know he's playing because it's games two and three yeah. against a fucking burn deck, like, what are you doing? And I'm I'm sorry, I'm just ranting. Whenever I see, like, bad elf plays I like take it personally because yep. <laughs> like whenever an elf player is in a matchup I'm just like I'm I basically just completely like 100% just hop in the driver's seat Yeah. and I'm just like you do this
1: do this and I may be wrong but like oh it's hard to watch someone do something poorly right I, and, I can't it's a tangent but like I can't watch people train horses
0: yeah it probably know, drives you nuts it, I want to unless I wanna,
1: they're real fucking good I want to reach out and like grab them and be like stop it you're gonna get hurt right like you're doing it wrong yeah you're doing it really wrong yeah Yeah. If you guys like listening into pre-modern rambling, let us know. Like, it's probably going to be a bigger part of the show going forward. But to what extent will kind of depend on what you guys think. Like, if you guys fucking hate it, well, it's not going anywhere. But there'll be less. And if you guys fucking love it, there'll be more. Yep. So feel free to let us know. But for sure, I was gonna say that as we kind of bring this to an end, we are we are hitting that hour and a half mark. Uh, carried is, us over the finish line yes, with a rant about elves. Yes. Thank God that <laughs> been guy been doing ma- that for two years. <laughs> Thank God that guy can't play elves. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, is there anything else you would like to talk about this week?
0: No, I think we've about covered
1: it. Well, uh, if you guys want to check us out at the uh, Cantrip Cartel Discord or it's the Patreon, patreoncom forward slash cartel Anything gets you into the Discord? Email us at Cantor Cartel. Check us out on our social media if you want to reach out to us. But uh, if I'm not forgetting anything. I think we will see you guys in a couple of weeks and the new year. Yep. Happy new year, guys.
2: Welcome, step on in to the cancer cartel. Jake and Matt chatting metagames while we'll slinging some spells, casting ale sipping on blue soup and parting some veils. Glimpse of nature once upon a time, they're telling the tale of the elvish visionaries on the wildwood prairies, where the homes of Sophia some so scary, so legendary. Queer in ranger, scrums the sylvan libraries, where when the greens and zenith would parry the clouds and turn their swords into plows. Let them rotate the crops, abundant growth in the ground. Nourish the life from the loam until it flourished unbound. Seeds of innocence burnished all the birchlorian mounds. Gaia's cradle exhaled, carpet of flowers unwound. Birds the paradise sang, tropical islands of sound, allosaurus, shepherd danced on dinosaurs, stomping grounds. Jake and Matt pondered deeply all this magic they found through their visions, thou serum, they saw only for how to convey these magic stories aloud to the crowds, the masses, make the voices heard, share the truth, the magic. Through ancestral visions, they felt compelled to draw every single card with the cantrip cartel. Draw cards with the cantrip cartel. Drawing cards with the care trip cartel.